Good evening. Welcome to Land 1010. And today is Friday, and this whole week we've been asking ourselves, what is the will of God for our lives? And even as Jesus, when He came down to earth, He came to do the will of His Father. And we remember that the will of the Father is actually for us to embrace our gender identity. The will of the Father is for us even to really become a disciple. And the will of God the Father is to make sure that when we serve Him, we don't just serve, but we become a servant. We understand how to serve others rather than wait to be served. Tonight, you know, we come to the culmination of, of course, Jesus' life and work and ministry, which is really his entire life was to save lost souls. That is what Jesus came truly to do. So I'm going to turn our eyes towards two men, the life of Matthew, who was a tax collector. He's called Levi. But I want to focus on Zacchaeus. So turn with me to the Gospel of Luke in chapter 19. All right, and we're going to read the story of Zacchaeus, Luke 19, verse 1 to 10. All right, Luke 1, 19, 1 to 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and he was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people began to say and mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. This is the will of God the Father. The Son of Man came to seek and to save that which is lost. Saving lost souls, that is the mission and the will of God for all our lives and the will of God for Jesus. And that's what Jesus came. His primary goal was to seek and to save the lost. And in the story of Zacchaeus, we begin to see who he is. Do you know it says that Zacchaeus, it says that, was a chief tax collector. So he obviously was not just an ordinary tax collector, he was the chief. So he was a very important man. He was a man of great power and influence. And not only that, he was a wealthy man. Now I want to share this. Recently, I took a little jog, you know, MCO must get exercise, a little walk, right? Brisk walking is good for you. Every day I do that. I try to. And as I was walking past some houses, they were really beautiful houses and the cars outside these houses, whoa, Porsche lah. I'm not a good car person. To me, they all look fantastic, but I don't know the names. But my husband, oh, that's a Porsche. Uh, that is a Ferrari. That's a Mercedes. That's a BMW. And I began to say, wow, you know, and the Spirit of God began to speak to me. You see, you judge a person by what they are on the outside. Wealthy, maybe even important, maybe even men of great power and authority. But do you see something that I see, the Lord says? They are all lost souls. 
it truly hit me. You know, sometimes when we think about lost souls, we just think about the people in Sabah, the people in Africa, the people in some war-torn country. We forget that many people are lost souls, including the rich, the powerful, and the wealthy. How was Zacchaeus a lost person? Do you know what happened? Even though he was rich, he was wealthy, and he was powerful, they considered him a sinner. So he had a bad reputation. And not only that, they ostracized him. As far as the Jews were concerned, tax collector, he's a real sinner, real, real one. God will forsake him already. He has no more hope, no more hope. And yet when Jesus came to him, he called him a son of Abraham. In other words, he brought him back into a covenant relationship with God the Father, into a covenant relationship with the rest of Israel. God was restoring his soul and his identity as a son of Abraham. And this is what lost souls mean to God. When we talk about a lost soul, we often don't see people the way God sees. I look at Matthew in the other story. The other story is about Matthew in Matthew chapter 9. Jesus went on in verse 9. He saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth and he told Matthew, follow me. Now look at the verse 10 in Matthew chapter 9. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. And the Pharisees said, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I've not called the righteous. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So what does lost soul mean to God? Lost souls is not just sin and sinners. It's not just the label of sinners. Lost souls are lost because they can never come back to God. And this is the heart of God. The will of God is that no man should be lost, no matter how rich they are or how wicked they are. Do you know, the Bible tells us that Jesus, that God is interested even in the salvation of the wicked and the ungodly. Even in the salvation of the wicked and the ungodly. Because God's desire is that none should be separated from Him, that all should experience His mercy. That's why Jesus said to Matthew, I have come to show mercy, mercy. So the good news tonight, as we end this week on the will of God for us, is that God's will for us is that we go out and share the good news of God's mercy. God's mercy. God's mercy towards mankind. God's mercy towards the rich, the powerful, those of authority, as well as God's mercy towards the sinners, towards those who are struggling in their sin, as well as God's mercy to those of us who think that we have arrived. God wants to show mercy. And that is what it means to God. You know, I pose two questions tonight. Is this word, what does lost soul mean to me? And when I see someone, do I see them as lost souls? Or do I envy them? Or I, I can't be bothered about them. Do you know the will of God is to cry for lost souls? You know, during the whole COVID last year, one of the things God woke me up to see is the fact that so many souls are lost. And not just lost, they can be lost forever. 
when the thousands and thousands of people died, the Lord shared with me the anguish of the Father's heart is souls of men perishing from Him and far away from Him. And so if you ask me, what is the greatest heartbeat of God? Is to bring many men and women, sons and daughters, back to Himself, to bring humankind back to Himself. That's why the parable of the lost coin, the lost sheep and the lost son means a lot to the kingdom of God, means a lot to Father God. Tonight, as we end, and I'm going to end in prayer, but I also want to end with worship. You know, as I was preparing this whole Lent readings, the Lord made me meditate on the cross. When I survey the wondrous cross, why did Jesus have to die? Why did Jesus have to face the rejection from God the Father? Why did Jesus have to go through betrayal from men? Why did Jesus have to carry the burden of sin? Because the Father's heart is to save lost souls. So tonight, we are going to pray and then we're going to worship. I've invited Madeline to lead us in worship of this wonderful song, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, on which the King of Glory died. My richest gain, Zacchaeus says, I give all away. My richest gain, I count but loss and pour contempt on all my pride. Wow, that is the beauty of the mercy of God. Let's celebrate the cross. Amen? So come, let's just pray first. Almighty God, when we survey the wondrous cross on which the King of glory died, when we think of Jesus who came to do the Father's will, one thing is clear to us. Jesus came to look, to seek, to search, actively look for sinners, lost, lost souls, even souls who did not know they were lost, and to bring them back to God. Almighty God, we worship you that that is your heartbeat. Almighty God, as we worship you, this whole season of Lent, may we never look at another human being, whether they're rich or poor, mighty or normal, or sinners, as just people. May we look at them as souls whom God loves and whom God wants to reach out to. Father, give us not just a heart for lost souls, but that we ourselves can reach out to one person who is lost this Lent season. Help us to invite them and talk to them. Even watch good, prepare to watch Good Friday with them. Even, O oh Lord God, to tell them about Easter. O oh Lord God, I want to be a disciple that can lead others to Jesus. So help me, Lord. Help me to look for people that are lost, that they may encounter the mercy of God and they may call God Abba, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us worship. Let us worship. God bless you.